do you actually know the difference between masculine and feminine energy? Or do you just think you do? Stick around. Loving relationships for women of color. I'm Candace Harper, love coach, and my mission is to help professional women of color and culture reclaim our divine feminine power and attract loving relationships. A love life that loves you back. Whatever that means for you, my sister, you deserve it. We all deserve joyful, peaceful, abundant, fulfilling, and loving relationships. I have one, and I want you to have yours too. So come with me while we break cycles, move our trauma survival mechanisms out of the way, and truly understand ourselves and our worth. Share this show with your friends and write a review. Don't keep it a secret. We all need good love. Also, make sure to subscribe wherever you are watching or listening. All right, it's time to get started. So y'all, I was not going to talk about this, not because I had some sort of insistence that I just couldn't talk about it, but uh, you know, this topic today, I feel like everybody's talking about it. Everybody's in the back and forth about it. Everybody's all up in arms, but if you haven't seen it yet, you got to check out the interview between Ebony K. Williams and Ayanla Van Zandt because it is a very uh, enlightening conversation. It is a, a conversation that needs to be started, and I'm so glad that it was started by these two black goddesses, and it's a conversation that is sparking so much reaction and emotion and, you know, additional interviews and things like that, so today I watched... Um, when Ebony K. Williams went on The Breakfast Club and was talking about the conversation and defending her position. You know, everybody's really got her on the defensive about this position, um, including DJ Envy and some other people who are listening. And I haven't been, you know, on all the Twitter Twitter feuds or Twitter whatevers because I don't really go on Twitter like that anymore. But, um, you know, even on TikTok, people have their opinions, people have their things to say. And what often happens with conversations and topics like this, it gets oversimplified and it becomes a thing of, you know, oh, she's just a gold digger or, oh, Ayala's old and she don't know what she's talking about. You know, why black women always got to settle? You know, that's what the conversation becomes. So earlier this week on Celebrity TV, um, I had a conversation with... Uh, my normal co-hosts, and we talked about this interview. And I hadn't really, I'd only seen the interview itself and all of the fallout since then, I hadn't really been privy to. But now that I'm caught up, I really feel like this is an opportunity to talk about this in a much deeper way. This is an opportunity to learn from this and actually get some, some nuggets out of this that can actually help us in our love lives. Because what Ebony K. Williams is doing right now is she is she has taken herself on a masculinity tour. <laughs> now hear me out. Because I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you know, people always want to make black women wrong for wanting more. And, you know, older generation just wants us to settle. And we shouldn't have to, you know, uh, marry below our station. And we shouldn't have to accept less than what we are. And yada, 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 yada. There is some truth to all of that, right? Now, you know, I originally was going to have this podcast be all about core value matching because core value matching is how you find alignment and how you find who you truly want, not 
bank, bank account checking. If you've not seen the interview, I'll give you the basic gist. I don't know anybody who's listening to this. I don't know who wouldn't have seen the interview, but Ayanla asked Ebony, would she date a bus driver? And almost immediately she said, once she realized that's what Ayanla was doing, if he owned the bus. And so it started sort of a whole maelstrom of like, you know, those, those in the camp of calling her a gold digger, saying that she's not looking at the right things. This is what's wrong with black women, la, 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 la. And then the other camp saying, you know, black women are supposed to settle. She should have what she wants. It's a preference. Everybody should have their preferences. And so that's sort of what's been tossed back and forth online. So like I said, I watched the interview that she had on The Breakfast Club, and I was more enlightened about her position. And what she was saying made a lot of sense. She was talking about... um you know, just the disparities in our in our uh, culture, our black culture, and, you know, how mediocre and average should not be what we aspire to. And, you know, when it comes to finding a mate that that she would want someone who is aspirational. And I'm using my own words, I'm paraphrasing, but what she was basically saying is that she's holding black men to a higher standard. And the way she put it, um, you know, with an expectation that they are capable of being better than or not mediocre or average, which is how she described being a bus driver. So on her Breakfast Club interview, DJ Envy took a lot of offense to that and it got very heated. If you haven't seen these interviews, please go back and watch them. But the reason that I wanted to talk about how she's on a masculinity tour is because since the question from the way she answered to the the question and the fallout since the question and the way that she's now defending herself based on people's opinions around the question. What she's doing is from a masculine energy place. She's not wrong in the things that she's saying. She's not wrong. Her position about, you know, black people, we, we, we should have a higher expectation. And by higher, just, you know, it shouldn't just be about this is good enough. Nothing wrong with being a bus driver. And a lot of what they were saying on The Breakfast Club is like, if that's what your um, abilities and aspirations reach to, there's nothing wrong with any of that. But as a, as a people, as a culture, it's okay to have an expectation that, it, you know, you be a mogul or, you know, someone who's highly skilled or a scientist or, uh, you know, masterful in your field and making money from it and gaining wealth. And that there's nothing wrong with wanting to align with that. So none of that is wrong. But I think where Ebony has missed the mark and those who are championing for for what she's trying to say is that we forget that our power is not in our masculinity and how hard we fight for these things and how we present when we talk about these things. That is not how we get through to people. That is not how we get to be understood. That's not how anyone gets to be understood when we go on on you know uh, a tear when it comes to defending our position there's there's nothing wrong with it it's not bad but exactly what ayanla was saying when it comes to love relationships you got to be able to get into your heart space and in your heart space is your vulnerability in your heart space is your your strongest form of power in your feminine flow, your ability to share yourself, your ability to be open about yourself. And what Ebony has done is she has used her platform, which is an amazing platform. It's very valid and it's very um, forward thinking as far as you know where black culture should go and society, nothing wrong with any of it, but has used her platform as a defense 
for how she navigates in her love life. And the problem with that is that it doesn't work. It doesn't work to be able to have intimate connection or to have someone actually see you. And if that's her approach, if that's the energy that she's bringing to how she meets partners, and I'm just using her as an example because she represents so many amazing, smart, accomplished, beautiful women of color who have everything that they need to have everything that they want, but are so busy uh, uh, intellectualizing. And even the end of the conversation, the interview between Ayanla and, Eb and Ebony, she said she's going to take it under advisement, what Ayanla had said. And she's like, no, I want you to take it to heart because in your heart is where your divine feminine energy lies. In your heart is where your vulnerability is. And if Ebony would have answered that question of would you date a bus driver with rather than an immediate resistance to it, rather than an immediate, you know, no, it's got to be this. My conditions have to be, which is masculine energy. If her answer would have been, when I think about that, what I, the way that I view that is that I want someone who wants to meet the level of accomplishment that I want to meet and someone who wants to match that. So if they're just driving the bus temporarily, but they have bigger aspirations, aspirations that match the aspirations that I have, that's what would make me feel safe. That's what would make me feel like I could connect with that person. That's what would make me feel aligned. Because as I always talk about, it's about core value alignment. But when we're constantly in the def defense, we're constantly ready to go on the, the, let me prove to you why I'm right. Let me talk you down. Let me make sure you understand that my point is the point that you should see. That is a very masculine energy approach. And it works for a lot of things. Like imagine for Ebony and so many women like Ebony and myself included, you know, when I had a television career, it works to be that powerful woman that's insisting that your side be seen, that's insisting that the facts and the statistics and the, and the um, you know, the, the items that you believe to be true, that they be understood, that they be clear, that they be communicated. But there is no vulnerability in that. There's nothing wrong with wanting a certain level of a person. But what we also need to get out of, which is very much white supremacy, is that certain trappings make you a higher value person or a higher level person. That's some Kevin Samuels bullshit, right? So if I say you're only worth it for me if you have these external things, which is how that initial conversation came off, like if he, if he owned the bus, then what I'm saying is that I need these external trappings for me to see you as valuable and worthy, for me to see you as someone worth in being intimately connected with. But if I say, what would make me feel like I can connect with you is if you are open to the ideas that I'm open to, if you are creating the, the kinds of visions that I'm looking to create, if we can align on those sorts of things, that's what I want. That's what I'm going for. And the reason that I want those things is because I grew up grew up without those things. I didn't necessarily have those examples in front of me. I saw my mother struggling as a single mother, and I don't want to be in that situation. I want to have better for myself. I want to break cycles in my family. I want to create a love life that loves me back, right? Just that admission, being able to come from that space, it allows people to hear and when I say people, I mean all the listeners out there, all the viewership, all the influence that she has, the people that she talks to, 
Somewhere out there is her Boaz, is her king, is that man who's going to be like, I got you. I see this vision and I raise you, you know, however much (laughs) a real estate uh, company or, you know, whatever it is, because it's not about the material things that you're enforcing upon someone else. And it's not about enforcing your opinion on someone else, enforcing your preferences on someone else. And I don't care who you are, whether you're what gender you are what race that you are. If you can't come from a place of vulnerably being able to express what it is that you want, what it is that you desire from a place of understanding what connects human beings, which is core values, not material things. If you can't come from that place, that heart-centered place, that feminine energy place of being able to say, my heart, this is what my heart wants to experience. And I'm willing to align with that experience. And I'm not going to judge anybody by the external things. I'm going to give them an opportunity based on continuous alignment with me. So you could meet someone somewhere and find that they're just wonderful to be around. And they're chivalrous. And they're sweet to you. And they're kind to you. And it feels good. It feels good in your soul. It feels good in your, in your uh, gut, in your womb. Your intuition is telling you this is a good person and you build moments with that person. You allow yourself to get to know if there's alignment with that person, right? We're so busy trying to look for red flags and mile markers and, you know, uh, whatever standards we're trying to get them to match up to those external things. And what we need to know specifically as women for safety, for sustainability, for emotional freedom with someone is that the only way to ensure that you can have those things with someone is if you are willing to build core value alignment. If you're willing to be open to seeing how they align with what's most important to you. And the way to to do that is to know what's most important to you and have it come from your heart, not your head. Having to have a certain kind of job or own a certain amount of property comes from your head. But knowing that someone, you know, when it comes to their finances, is responsible, has acumen, has good intentions, is building a vision, wants the same kind of uh, uh, lifestyle that you want, and has a higher purpose, knows themselves, it doesn't matter, like, what happens with your money or how you do your money, when you win, you lose, you can team up with that person and you can know that that person has your back when you're aligned with that person because you have similar core values. And that's what you want to look for. You can't be judging somebody just based on what they're doing in the moment today. You want to be able to develop core values. And so I say all of this to say, you know, if you are on a masculinity campaign, much like our dear sister, Ebony K. Williams, amazing woman, definitely phenomenal in every way. You just want to dial it back a little bit and say, what is it that I really want? Is it that I need to convince everybody that that we need to reach to a higher standard? And if I do, that's fine. But that's from my masculine energy place. And it's positive and it's good. It's well intended. But that's not going to actually have me have an intimate connection with somebody. That's not going to have people see me as a, a woman who wants love, who desires love. And ultimately, that's what we all are. 
<laughs> and that's what brings and attracts love to us and the kind of love that we want to have. That's what brings and attracts it to us. It's that being willing to get in touch with my core values, what is in my heart, what my heart desires, and being able to communicate that. And I know some of you are out there saying, well, what if my heart desires a Rolex? What if my heart desires a high, you know, somebody with a high level degree? So what I would say is that's your head. And, and being able to recognize the difference between what your head desires and what your heart desires is how you get from your masculine energy to your feminine energy. And if you want a man who's in his masculine energy, to, the way to be a space for that is to be in your feminine energy, right? And it takes a lot of masculine energy to be aligned with a lot of the things that we want. And I think she mentioned um, provision, protection, you need masculine energy for those things. Masculine energy is really great for provision and pr protection. What feminine energy is really good for is multiplication. You give a woman something, she will multiply it, make it better, make it bigger, make it more improved. So you want a man who's going to come along with a seed, and I'm not just talking about biological seed, with a seed, an idea, a vision, somebody that you can, like Ayanla mentioned, that you can build with. Please listen to those interviews so you'll understand a lot of what I'm talking about. I guess the basic thing that I want you to walk away with is that you don't have to be in a fight for what it is that you want. There's nothing wrong with believing that your preferences are just your preferences, but understand who you are at your core. Understand what feeling you really want to create. Get in touch with that. Because that's what you want to communicate when someone asks you the question, would you date a bus driver? What you want to communicate is the desires of your heart, not the desires of your head. And also for those who are listening and thinking, oh, she's just saying, you know, go back to being like a 50s housewife and, you know, that you, you should be small and meek and things like that. You just don't understand how much more powerful divine feminine energy is than any other energy. It trumps masculine energy every time. It's not about being meek and small. It's about being in touch with your heart, your source, your soul. It's about in touch, being in touch with the source, being in touch with God. It's about being in flow. It's about faith and trust. It's about knowing. It's about wisdom. It's about uh, you know, knowing thyself and being so in touch with the desires of thyself that I don't have to align with anything that is not what I say, I, you know, I, I want to align with. That is not my core values. It's, a, it's about integrity. Feminine flow is more powerful than anything. That's why they call Mother Nature, Mother Nature, because it's powerful. It's a powerful force. It is the flow of life. I just wanted to share that little part because I know, you know, people go into that, I don't, you know, telling me to be feminine and submit and I don't want to do that because they just really are confused about what that is. And it's not about being small or not saying what's on your mind. You know, I just wish I, I would have been in that conversation with Ayanla and Ebony <laughs> because there's so much richness there and there's so much there for all of us to really take from to understand what it really means. And I think that's it, my sweetheart. I, you know, I don't want to beat this drum, but I would love to talk about it. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have anything to say, if you're on my newsletter, just reply, Candace at CandaceHarperLoveCoach.com. You can always reach out to me, CandaceHarperLoveCoach.com, my website, and you can get in contact with me that way because I do want to be in this conversation. I might even post a TikTok. 
And that's it, my sweetheart. We're done. We're done for real this time. So um, I'm still working on my project, my compilation project. It's Homie, Yo Stay, Sis, a funny, heart-wrenching, authentic compilation of BIPOC plus women's, women's stories of home. And if you're a BIPOC woman or know a BIPOC woman who has a pivotal story around her experience of home homeostasis creating balance go to bit.ly forward slash it's homeostasis and submit your story and it could be a low vibrational or a high vibrational story and it just really has to be about our relationship with home our stories about our relationship with home are so pivotal and so healing when we share them with others in fact they heal us and they heal others right so if you have a story to tell bit.ly forward slash it's homeostasis and that's it my sweetheart that's it for real this time until next time keep being unapologetically lovable and give yourself tons of grace <laughs>